Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. We're selling, going, going. Gone, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. So I do believe that unless you can nail these five conversations, five conversations in 2019, you're going to struggle. And the reason why is that for the last two to three years, if you've been an estate agent in most places in the world, particularly in Australia and New Zealand, you would have been able to have got through you simple strategy which is called copy and cut. All you did is copied what another agent did, cut the fee, got the business, market put the deal together. You know what, price, you know, a good negotiator would may have got a little bit more for him, but you know what, when the market's hot and the owners get their result and they're sort of happy, they don't know any better, right? And you know what, there was enough turnover happening and everyone did okay. Now that's changed. In fact, what I'll go as far as saying is that in a lot of the marketplaces, um, and particularly we talk about you know, regional coastal areas, like where I'm in Byron Bay right now, can I just say that, as Chris Hansen says from First National Byron Bay, they are two-tiered markets. You've got two sets of people. You've got a set of vendors that are committed to selling. They're serious sellers. They want to sell their property. And you've also got a group of people that don't care whether they sell their property. And they're all sitting on realestate.com and domain.com. So you've got this two-tiered economy going on. And I'm going to actually go off as far as saying to anyone that's watching this video right now, if you want to succeed and not just survive but thrive in 2019, I'm going to say to you, one of your strategies is going to be to actually sack people who are not listings that are committed to selling. You do not want to be a place that is minding overpriced vendors. Let's come around here. Go look at this water. Look at that, guys and girls. Look at that beautiful view there. Is this where we're going to stand? Maybe here. Maybe further down here. Yeah, this is here. So what I'm going to actually say to you is this. Right now, these are the five conversations you need to master in real estate in 2019. Conversation, and by the way, can I just say to the dickhead, to the, to the person that has called me up three times in the last 24 hours on the phone on a private number calling me a poofter, well, firstly, I'm not offended at that word. Secondly, is um, I know that you've probably taken personally, he's, he's taken offence, it was a guy, he's taken offence to something that I posted, and I think it was about, you know, the fact that a million-dollar agent is going to end up becoming broke because of all the expenses that they've got. And then I threw a frivolous comment where I talked about, hey, you know, this look of uh, no shoes... Uh, no songs, no socks with shoes, right? That was just frivolous. I got nothing wrong with that look. In fact, right now, I'm actually not wearing socks and I'm wearing a pair of sort of, you know, casual shoes. But the point I'm making is this. If you're watching this video, mate, listen to me very carefully. That post was not about you. It was about dickheads like you. Anyway, 
Let's move on. And what I want to talk about now is the five conversations that you need to master in real estate in 2019. The first conversation is this. The price, the price, the price. When you go to a listing presentation and they turn around and they want more than what the marketplace is prepared to pay, that conversation there, which is, you know, a common conversation. Let's talk about that conversation. So the first thing I'll say is this, get good at tiptoeing around the price discussion. I think great real estate agents are not definitive on the price because they know the purpose of the listing presentation is not actually to work out what the property is worth. And I think that that's good pieces of dialogue that you can use to a vendor to actually say to a vendor, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, I want to let you know, one of the good news about today is we don't have to be 100% accurate on working out what your property's worth. We don't need to nail that because what will actually happen is in the days to follow, I'm actually gonna be able to have intel which I don't have intel today. And that is the opinions and views of the punters, the people that are actually going to be spending money on your property. I don't have that information now. I will have that information and we're gonna come back to you very quickly within days of having people coming through. In addition to that, I'm going to be able to get the feedback of the other colleagues of my office and what all their buyers are thinking. This is information we don't have today. So what I'd rather say to you, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, is today we should focus our discussion on our strategy, on our process, on the things that we've actually got control of. Because I'm going to say to you, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, Are you going to make a decision on the agent that you pick to sell the house for you based on things the agent can't control, like the price that they come out and give you now, which I could give you anything you want to hear, or are you going to base it on the things, like the agent can't control that. They can't control what the market's going to pay today, but they can control their system and their process. They can control how they negotiate. They can control their marketing. They can actually control how they're going to get one buyer to actually force another buyer to pay more. You know what else they can control? They can control how clean their records of other buyers they've got that have missed out on other property. So Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, I want to let you know, let's not get too caught up here on this conversation because I want you to understand there are three prices in real estate. There's what the vendors hope to get price. There's you know, and we're going to hope to get that. And I also got to let you know that that coincides with uh, emotional buyer figure sometimes. And that is a buyer comes along and pays in a ridiculous figure. Even CoreLogic, RP Data, can't understand how that number's paid. So what I want to do is keep the door open on the conversation with price. So, guys and girls, that's the first conversation you've got to nail. You've got to be able to nail the conversation on price, tiptoe around it, Give people hope, but don't lie. And I have to say to you, one of the dumbest things that you can do in real estate is actually tell people with definitive conviction that they're going to get a certain price on the property, right? That is what creates overpriced turkeys. And I said it, I don't want... Hey, Susan, by the way, everyone, Susan is watching this from Ubud in Bali, and she tells me that today... She had her palms read by someone in Bali, and um, that 
palm reader actually said that she most like she has four men that are madly in love with her so there's four men that are madly in love with her and that she most likely will be getting married in her early 40s and that the palm reader hopes that she does i don't even know why the palm reader hopes that she does susan like you know that's really none of her business all she all, all the by the way susan was the palm reader a guy or a girl um can you if you can answer that question you'd be I'd, I'd like to know who the palm reader was anyway um the other thing is the palm reader said that she was a a warrior in a previous life and that someone is currently looking after susan they also said that which was really interesting look at this combi van behind this is typical byron bay um hey maddie how are you maddie maddie by the way you rock my friend you rock and anyone that wants to get serious about having the best year ever should follow the content of matt steinway because you know what there's a lot of pretenders in our real estate industry there's a lot of people that go to listing presentations that have never sorry there's a lot of people that are telling people how to list a property but they've never listed a property themselves there's a lot of people telling people how they're going to become a successful real estate person and they've never taken a buyer out at least with Matt Steinway his audio matches his video he's been doing it for two decades anyway the other thing that Susan um, um, what else did the palm reader say Susan the palm reader said to Susan the palm reader said to Susan that someone's looking after her and Susan said she thought that that might be me. Well, I mean, I sort of do and I care for her greatly and I actually pay her as well. So that sort of all falls into the one umbrella. So um, let's move on to the second conversation. The second conversation that a real estate agent's got to nail in 2019 is this one. Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, I want to let you know Sorry, guys. Sorry. Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, I'll let you know that um, I know that you've said that we're too expensive. It's the commission. It's when a vendor says the other agent is as good as you, but they're cheaper. Right? Think about that for a moment. Think about it. When a person actually brings up a commission objection, what they're sort of saying is this. What they're sort of saying is this. They're sort of saying to you, I actually want to discuss this with you. Otherwise, they wouldn't be bringing it up. Hi, girls, how are you? So the point that I'm making here is this. Understand, the fact that they're raising the subject means that there is reason they want to discuss it. And I think that what you should be doing is this. What you should be doing is this. You should actually be saying to them, can I ask you, if I was the same fee, as the other agent who would you pick and just shut up because they have opened the door for that conversation when they turn around and say well if you were the same fee as them i'd pick you you then go off and say can i ask you why would you pick me if we were the same fee and then you let them talk for the next few moments and it is this information and content that is going to really truly outline their thinking on why they're actually wanting to have that conversation with you and why they want to go with you. The next thing I'd say is I'm a really big proponent and a big person that supports the concept 
of um, using a flexi fee. And anyone that's in the real estate gym knows that Chris Hassel from Buxton's at Bentley is a big executor of that strategy where you actually leave the fee open and I won't go into the specifics because that's going to take me 20 minutes to do. You actually leave the fee open and what you turn around and say is, hey, listen, we're going to put a fee of 2% to 2.5% negotiable and you're going to judge me based on how I'm working for you and then what you do is you just ensure that you give people BIW, best in the world vendor management, best in the world service and then what you do is you're actually getting them to confirm throughout the process that they're happy with everything that you're doing and then close to actually you putting a deal together you confirm the higher fee. I won't go into a long detail role play on it, but go in, in and watch it. So that's the second conversation, the fee. You're going to have to nail that. The third conversation that you're going to have to nail in 2019 is this, is, hey, we don't want to spend any money advertising. We don't want to spend any money advertising. And as far as I'm concerned, this one is going to get easier in 2019 because when you've got long days on market, when you've got stuff that's not actually selling, when you've got vendors that are dying for a buyer, they're going to be more vulnerable and open to a conversation on a strategy to find that buyer. But here's my 20 cents worth here on the Sunday night rant. What I would say to you is this. Don't go and fight a battle with someone if they're hell-bent on not doing marketing at the time of listing. Because I believe that sometimes what you've got to do is list it first and then say to a vendor, hey, listen, let's use this phase one campaign. We'll introduce buyers that we've already got registered. But I want to let you know, if we haven't had much luck and buyer engagement within the first five to seven days, I'm going to come back here and I want to have a proper marketing conversation with you. Because the last thing I want to do is get your property going into the stale zone. I don't want to have your home sitting on the market like a busy road car. You know when you've got this car on a busy road, for sale sign, people just going past it, people ignoring it. I don't want you to be that stale property. And I want to let you know, we've got about you know 28 days in the sweet zone. I don't want to lose that opportunity. So let's crack with phase one and then look at phase two. So anyone in the real estate gym, go watch that. That is um, Mark DiGiulio interview from Barry Plan. Manos, very well said. Fish with a rod or fish with a net, in a pond or in an ocean. So let's move on to number three. The, fourth, the third conversation you need to nail is the conversation on the vendor that won't accept the offer that won't accept the offer. And I have to say to you, that has little to do with scripts and dialogues, but a lot to do, but a lot to do with what you've actually done from the day that you listed to the day that you're actually trying to put a deal together at a realistic price. Now please remember this, low offers they blame the market, no offers they blame the agent. So one of the key strategies is to be using that template where you're getting one offer and one report per week sent to the vendors. Because the way you're gonna get a vendor to accept the reality of the marketplace is that you actually get clear, concise, not vague, but clear, concise, explicit feedback to the vendor. And I'm gonna urge you, guys and girls, to understand it's your job in this market to actually ask and extract offers. Don't expect buyers to give them to you. Which brings me 
to the next one. Hello, Aaron, how are you going? Which brings me to the next one. And the next one, by the way, guys and girls, if you've got a colleague in this office, in, in, in your office that needs to hear this stuff, hey, Wayne, good to see you. May I suggest that you press the share button because I think that if you're really going to have a really good year, you've really got to nail that. And they are crucial, tough conversations to have. And I think that if you're a weak agent, if you're a weak girl or guy that's just been pissing through real estate, being sat, you're going to struggle. Now, I'm not talking, by the way, I'm not talking about being an aggressive, um, non-compassionate uh, 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 head hitter. I actually think that sucks. I'm talking about telling people the truth. I'm talking to people with integrity and with facts. And that brings me to the next one, and that is that you're going to be meeting a lot of buyers that are going to be uncommittal because they're paranoid that the market's going to keep dropping. And I think that you need to master this conversation. And the conversation you've got to master with these people is this. For, for instance, if a buyer turns around and says, we want to wait because we believe the market's going to keep dropping, here's what I think you've got to do. Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, how will you know the market is going to keep dropping and drop to the bottom. Think about it. The only way you know that the market has dropped is when the market starts to actually start going up. Because then you can look back and say that was a bottom back then. But by that stage, it's going to be too late because you'll be buying more than the bottom. So I have to say to you, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, right now you like this home. If you buy it, the worst that can happen is, let's assume that the market drops another 3-5%. The worst that can happen is you overpay by 3 or 5%. But, you know, in 5 or 10 years' time when you amortise that, that is insignificant. But you know what? What if you actually do miss the bottom and this home's not available? And what actually happens is you want to get in and you're racing and you just buy any property. Think about what actually happens then. You buy a property that is not the home that you want. You buy at a higher price than what you could have. Interest rates start going up. Hey, my brother's back again. Oh, here he is oh. again. How are you? Very good, man. What have we got? Where are you from? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Byron? Yeah. What's oh, your name? Tell, tell them your story. Uh, Bob Down. Bob Down. And what, what brings you to Byron tonight? You come out every Sunday night? No, no. Never, actually. I, I, it's, I'll go back to work tomorrow, so... Had a few drinks? No, not really. No? No, I'll take them easy. All right, brother. Enjoy. Love your chatting. Thank you so much. Yeah, sorry, sorry, for, sorry for the bomb. There's nothing to be sorry, mate. We always need a bit of colour. Thank yeah. you so much. Enjoy. Thank you, brother. All righty. So, um, this guy's fucking followed me all... He's followed me like fucking three, four hundred metres, right? And then he's fucking too nice to fucking do anything smart, you know? Anyway, it would be interesting if he did. Um... Let me move on to number five, number five, number five. I actually wrote them down. Just bear with me. Vendor, da, 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 da. marketing. You know what, guys and girls? You got the drift. The drift is this. 2019 is about you going pro. I'm letting you know that as of tomorrow, we're going to open up the real estate gym. I know that we've been getting unprecedented inquiries in the last week. Susan said to me, Tom, we actually must have got this wrong. Real estate agents aren't coming back to work on the 14th. They're coming back to work on the 7th. So I have to say to you guys and girls that we are 
in fact opening the real estate gym doors because of all the inquiries. So all these people that are on the wait list, guys and girls, you're gonna get an email in the next 48 hours that's gonna give you a simple, hey girls, how are you? How are you? Everyone's so happy here, you know? My, da my daughter's absolutely obsessed. Christina, the 12 year old, is obsessed that at 4.20 p.m. that people blaze up, right? She reckons she can smell it everywhere, right? And she keeps saying it. Anyway, guys and girls, the real estate gym is gonna be open. I'm gonna get Susan to open up the doors in the next 48 hours. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. We've got our real estate gym kickstart. Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth, Auckland, where if you're a real estate gym member, correct, $39, where you're gonna receive your real estate gym system for 2019. Not all these agent type presentations, it's gonna be clear what to do's and how to do's with clear checklists. Because I think that in 2019, you can't wing it. You actually need an operating manual. Guys and girls, speak to you soon, signing off from Byron Bay. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goals for the next...